0: No. No. All All right. I'm going to trade you two sheep for that wood. Tell me, honey, does that sound good? Because all I really want to do is take away longest road from you. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to the Duty tabletop Duty. session. Welcome, to Welcome, doo-doo, Welcome to these tabletop sessions. Hey, folks. Elias here. Welcome to Tabletop Sessions podcast. This is a supplement to episode three. So, if you haven't listened to that, go ahead and give that a listen before moving on to this. We felt like there were too many games played at Essen to talk about in one episode without overwhelming our listeners, but we also wanted to make sure that you got this material in a timely amount of time after the show. So for those of you who want all the juicy gaming details from our Essen Spiel trip, this supplement is for you. Um, Byron is not going to be able to join us. Um, So all the stuff that he wanted to talk about at Essen, that happened at Essen, he's going to hold on to those and talk about them over the next few episodes. So it's just going to be me, Ipo, and Dima, because just like when I'm sleeping at night, I'm never truly alone. The peanut gallery is always here. Say hi, guys.
1: Hi, guys.
0: Guten Tag. Well, one of the games we got to play that was a super hot game was Railroad Inc. This is a game by Horrible Games designed by Hjalmar Hach (laughs) and Lorenzo Silva. Basically, it's a roll and write game. Who's the first designer? Sorry, Hjalmar Hach.
1: Why would anyone call themselves Horrible (laughs) Games?
0: It's great actually, because every time ta- can't, I can't forget the name. It's great, but basically, you're like you're rolling dice all for everybody, and mm-hmm. then on the dice faces, you have different roads and train systems, and you're drawing those into little squares. And I'm not going to go too much into it, but basically, you're trying to connect as many. There's a bunch of exits around the perimeter. Okay. You're trying to connect all of those together, as many of those together as possible, in as few systems as possible. So you can have small ones that are just connecting two or three, but mm-hmm. you get a lot more points per exit if you can we'll have one that connects like eight of them right okay and there's a bunch of other things score you points depending on where it is but the really clever bit about this game mm-hmm. is there's actually two versions there's a blue version and a red version and mm-hmm. the base game is identical in both and they both play four players but the blue version adds the expansions of rivers and lakes and the red version adds the expansions of meteors and some horrible stuff um so if you get both of them, you can play either expansion, and you can play up to eight players. So it's pretty it's a pretty cool game. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. What I really liked about it, Ipo, I don't know if you... Th- I liked one thing about it that was really good. It's those special ones that you can use that are at the top of the board, where you can only use like a couple oh. of them for the whole game like when you use those is critical to doing well in the game the special abilities yeah they're not special abilities they're like special die faces that are always available yeah. to you, mm-hmm. that you can use. i really i really liked that part other than that there's not a lot i loved about the game i liked building the roads but there are other games i'd rather play it
1: seems very simple that. Well, it is. It yeah. is.
0: Maybe I like it more because he taught us the base game without the expansion.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's very simple because it's kind of abstract. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I didn't like like the dice. Uh, it's a roll and write, which is a difficult uh, category in any way.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot of roll and writes I do like. That's the problem.
2: Uh, that mm-hmm. was what I was going to say that I preferred Welcome to, in uh, this category from Essen uh, 2018 that we had a lot of fun playing
0: yeah no it was a good time and it was it was fun because at the end of it i was like look i didn't win but i definitely have the prettiest one (laughs) and then ipo was like no you don't i have the best one so i literally called out the people playing next to us i was like excuse me excuse me yeah which one's prettier
1: (laughs) (laughs) and which one did they vote?
2: mine (laughs) Yeah, it was a polite uh, lady there. That uh, she
0: was so awkward too.
2: She she wouldn't (laughs) like to feel his feelings. To
0: hurt his feelings. (laughs) To to feel my feelings. I'm feeling all these feelings.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Railroad Inc. Would you recommend it, and to who?
0: I would actually recommend it. I wouldn't, Mm -hmm. but not for me.
1: To what kind of players?
0: I'd recommend (sighs) it to the kind of player that really likes ah true um lighter games. Yeah, if you like lighter games, if you're a fan of like your favorite worker placement is Lords of Waterdeep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would yeah. 100% recommend
2: r- Railroading. It's funny you said lighter because I was thinking that the light in that hall was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... That, <laughs> <laughs> it was... Really, I think the... Uh, the places there, the, the booths in that hall were like the cheapest ones. I, I mean, it was in the back of the... Uh, Center, and the light was not very good. It felt.
0: What's funny is it had a roof. Right? They had like we were under. There was these, something wrong, right? We were under these um, like large canopy umbrellas in their booth, which is hilarious because we're, we're indoors. indoors. <laughs> <laughs> but in
2: in case it rains outside, <laughs> I don't know. In case there's a leak in the roof. Yeah, okay. no, it, it was good
1: though. So yeah. what else did you guys play? Try.
2: Uh, we tried uh, one uh, cooperative game, Subterra, okay. uh, which comes from uh, the Inside the Box board games. Okay. The designer is Tim Pinter. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Tim. <laughs> ah, uh, checkmates. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. so it's one to six players. And uh, players. Uh, it's a terrifying cave escape. Players take the wow. role of amateur cavers attempting to escape an unexplored network of subterranean tunnels before the light the lights flicker out of the darker things beneath the earth. You know, that's up
1: it to them. Reminds me of what was that game we played where I was the goblins, where I'm trying to escape the cave, and you're trying to vast. Crush it in? Yeah, vast.
0: It looks
2: like
1: vast. Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminded escaping me a cave. In the tiles you
2: know it reminded me of the case with the, the kids in uh, the Thailand uh, oh, cave no. oh no yes I mean I like that because it it's it feels like the guys that are trying to help these kids I feel, so, like, I so, feel like
0: you're avoiding the question of what did you think about the game
2: so I was <laughs> trying to help these my, my fellow gamers mm. I mean all the others were trying to find the exit I was out waiting for them you came back in <laughs> I came back that's true, I came back in. And then we lost all together. <laughs> uh, it, so
1: it's a co-op, but you guys can do different things and go off on your it's own. It's like pandemic, routes? in every
2: in every turn. you can uh, take a number of actions. And uh, at the same time, it's like a dungeon crawl where you should find your uh, way out. Okay. And uh, several and, things can happen to you.
1: And as usual, you're doing your own thing and you figured out a way out by yourself.
0: <laughs> no, he just took all the tiles until he got to the end. So, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. typical Ipo and, and he was all, all the way
0: by himself somewhere. Yeah, the I, majority were me and Byron next to each other, but he didn't come hang out with us.
1: So.
2: <laughs> uh, no, actually, you need to split, I think, in this game for sure. That's the but best. then,
0: but then AK got stuck by himself. Mm, yeah.
1: So, if one of you is left behind, you guys you all lose. lose? Yeah.
0: Oh. here's okay. Let it, me say something. The it's game interesting, The right? game is really pretty, mm-hmm. first of all. You said it looks like vast it doesn't in real life it's mm-hmm. beautiful the blues are super dark blues mm-hmm. the phosphorescent greens are super phosphorescent and it's actually a glow in the dark yeah um, oh, it's really wow. i mean it's, it's it's really gorgeous but and go on our instagram to get pictures because they had a little dark tent that they shone uv lights on it it was beautiful i like nothing about this game other than that <laughs> like ak bought it and all the expansions i didn't like it like it ha- combines the worst elements of Carcassonne and Pandemic. So um, the, the worst elements and none of the best What's elements. the worst element of Carcassonne? So <laughs> I'll tell you. So the best, the best element of be- the parts I like about Pandemic is after you figure out like the initial randomness, you can sort of predict based on the deck where things are going to mm-hmm. happen and you can make decisions based on that. But that initial thing, that's all that happens in this one. You don't know where things are going to show up you don't know where things are gonna explode, and once they are, there's nothing you can do to get away. Like when that monster woke up, there was nothing we could do to get away. Nothing. Like we were completely stuck with that monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's a way, yeah. but it's it's very luck dependent as well.
1: Yeah, you're more of a strategic player. I'm more of a strategic guy. I, I don't like how it luck luck based, luck based it. games. So
0: I didn't like that element of it. And what I mean by the worst elements of Carcassonne is you don't have to, like in Carcassonne the good part is how do you strategically place this tile, mm-hmm. right? 100%. To 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 yeah. f- finish a field, to do this. With this one, you're connecting it like the middle to the middle. That's it. There there's no different kinds of territories that need to combine. It's walls to walls, path to path. Yeah. So you must connect it to the place next to you. And you don't so to it's show. more like vast than Carcassonne. Yeah. Which isn't exactly creative. So for me that is the extent of what I liked in the game is the way it looked.
2: The funny thing is that I, I totally agree with you w- on what you said but at the same time I enjoyed the game. I had a terrible time. So, I want to play the game. Well, well a- it AK bought it with it. all yeah. the expansions. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'm trying to uh, understand what I liked in the game. Uh,
0: I think Thing. We we laughed a lot, but it was more like us having a good time.
2: But the experience was good. I mean, if you uh, take it for for what it
0: is, which is not a, in the mood which is a light greatest, game, yes, exactly. Game. I yeah. guess I guess there's other light games I'd rather play. Okay, you know, fair enough. It it just it didn't feel enjoyable to me because I felt like whatever I drew, that's what's happening. Because you you can't you don't. It's not like you pick a couple tiles and decide which one. You pick the top tile, and that's what's happening.
1: Yeah, in so, general, you hate games. But like, I I, can, that I like to games. be
0: presented with a situation, and that like a luck situation, and, and then given the ability to get out of it or work my way out of it. I don't like that. I've decided I'm going to take an action, and I draw. It could be good. It could be bad. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. You know what I mean. But I can see myself playing it with my daughters. Well, that might Maybe be it more too. like a family yeah. game. That might yeah. be it too. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, on the topic of inside the box games, I don't know. Um, I'm, I don't like to say this, but this is the second game from them I tried. And these two were like my least favorite games of the convention. I, I got to say they were great people and I, probably my favorite demos, and the quality of their games is amazing. And they were super friendly and super nice. And I want to hang out with them and I want to find a game, but I just think they make games for people that like lighter, more random games. Mm-hmm. because they had a game called New Speak. I think mm-hmm. nobody demoed this
2: game for us,
0: New Speak. No, someone taught us the game. I don't remember. The gentleman came, he stood next to us, he taught us the game. So Newspeak is a social deduction game. It's a game I almost backed on Kickstarter because I love the concept. But basically the idea, it's designed by Anthony Haugiego, Fiona Jackson, and Mark Stockton-Pitt, mm-hmm. which... Is Sound, it the sounds like the baby pink of one? Stockton and Brad Pitt. What's the name
2: of the first designer?
0: Go away. <laughs> <laughs> Which is his name, Haugiego. So, Haugiego, uh, I don't know, okay? So the point is, go away. The point is, um, the concept is amazing. The concept is you're a bunch of like hackers, right? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to come up with a new way of talking so that the government can't figure oh. out where you're planning on meeting. So there's a bunch okay. of locations on the board, right? And um, you want to pick one of those locations. So let's say pos- number nine or number four or whatever it is. And then you also have a card that you pull out. And that card tells you like, um, uh, it basically tells you, what does it tell you, you pull I, I only remember that it's a
2: game in the traditional sp- of Spyfall so you, you can try to communicate with each no, other no, and I, I understand the
0: other to- but in the, card, the card basically tells you like which set of words you can use right Okay. so like there's words in one column and then what they mean in another column so you're oh. trying to as the government you're trying to listen to figure out which column they're using
2: right I see. and each location has its own uh, each location has its own code words code, right
0: yeah. Okay. so what I want to say about this game is it's half a game. Being, we, we both tried, we, me and Ipo were on one team, Bar and Ake on the other team, and we both got to basically be the hackers and both got to be the government. Mm-hmm. When we were the hackers, it was fun because you're trying to make words and then we use some words that we both know mean nothing. But if they think, if we really stress yeah. on it, they'll think we're really stressing on something, so they'll go to another word. Yeah. That was fun, trying to come up with a conversation on the yeah. spot. But for the government, it's not a logical deduction game. Mm-hmm. It's a pure guessing game. Like, okay. there's nothing to it. You're like, oh, b- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. like what? And we tried really hard. Like, oh, maybe you're
2: too hard on this. I mean, there's something you can try, but... It was too hard. I mean, we, it did, we, we didn't have the time
0: to. It was. It's also timed. That's the thing. Oh. Maybe that would help. Maybe if you had more time. Maybe if it was like a question-answer thing, so you could sort of guide them, and they had to be honest in their answers, using the right words or whatever. That might be so better. You felt
1: like there was something missing. I felt like
0: there was something missing. Some yeah. form of structure that mm-hmm. would give the government more of a chance to understand what the heck is happening
1: more meaningful gameplay for exactly. the government yeah so
0: unfortunately you speak not for me but with a few tweaks i love the idea I, yeah. I love the idea of conversational games and i love the idea of language changing so anything they can do to make it better i'm all for it but as it is right now it's not for me
2: okay. again i totally agree with elias uh i just want to say that whatever we say in this episode uh, it uh, it's based on just
0: one play, true. Okay, mm. and in a crowded area, so yeah. this is this is convention. <laughs> and environment. it might not
1: be till the end of the game, right? Like you might even play like one or we, you we played never most we we games. finished every game. Oh wow! Yeah, we were Great. we
0: were lucky. Actually, with the when we played the estates, which we talked about in the main episode, we had the best guy—the guy who was making up the rules as we mm-hmm. played. He's so funny. Um, at the end, he goes, "Wait, wait, wait." Hold on, stay there. He goes inside and he brings out four baggies of green meatballs. He hands one to each of us and he goes, since you guys are the first ones to finish the game today, something for you. And I'm like, this is so random, like I don't know what to do with a bag of green meatballs. Uh, (laughs) And what happened to the other guys? Why didn't they finish the game? I don't know, it's a 45 minute game. (laughs) There was something Maybe wrong they figured that was, out maybe that the something way the, was
1: wrong with the rules. Exactly.
0: Or maybe this guy's rules make the game faster. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of this. All right.
1: So what else did you guys play?
2: So we played uh, also Downforce.
0: I wasn't there for that one.
2: Uh, yeah, so we had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a game uh, from uh, Justin Jacobsen, Wolfgang Kramer, and Rob Davio.
1: Also co-op?
2: For for anybody that doesn't know know Rob, Rob is the designer of Pandemic Legacy. Actually, he's the
0: designer of the Legacy System.
2: Yeah, Risk Legacy. Pandemic
0: Legacy is Matt Leacock and Rob Davia. So 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 the designer of Pandemic and the designer of the Legacy System. So the guy's the Legacy himself. He's the legend. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And Wolfgang Kramer is a legendary designer, like Tikal, um, all those Mexica... Yeah, All yeah. these really good games. So
2: it's like Messi and Ronaldo in the same team.
0: Basically. <laughs> it's more like Beckenbauer and Ronaldo in the same team. <laughs>
2: so the game is uh, really beautiful. It's a racing game.
0: Because, sorry, I do want to point out that this game is a restoration game. It's from the games Restoration Games. They're taking older titles and modernizing them okay. to work within the current board game world. So I believe Wolfgang Kramer is the original designer. And Rob Davi is probably, exactly, probably yes. one that modernizes Because
1: this is yeah. literally a racetrack and colored cars. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly.
2: So it's a racing game with uh, elements of bidding. Okay. That uh, spice it up.
0: It's a... spicy.
2: <laughs> it's a very light game. Okay. Uh, it's very fun. Uh, you're using the, your cards to move your car. But at the same time, if you see your card, your card has a movement for uh, several uh, different colors of cars. Oh. So by moving your car, you're also moving other okay. cars. So you need to pick the right card at the, at the right moment mm-hmm. in order to get the best benefit from it. Okay. And at the same time, it has an interesting uh, bidding mechanism where you bid in the beginning and at, uh, also in the first third and the second third of the game. Where you have more information on, on uh, who's going are, to finish first.
1: What are you bidding for? Cards that you can play. You are
2: bidding on the uh, who's going to finish first, and you're trying oh. to get the most money.
1: Okay. You're not
2: winning by uh, finishing first. You're, uh, of course, you're getting some money by finishing first, but uh, you are winning by getting the most money in the end of the race. Okay. So it was really well ba- balanced. It's not my kind of game because it's really light game.
0: You still uh, put uh, GMT's Grand Prix on a pedestal? (laughs) (laughs) I was
1: going to say, it looks a lot like Uh, Grand Prix. Just
0: looks.
2: Yeah, it's very hard to have a racing game which is heavy, right? Yeah. How can you make a heavy race game? I mean, Grand Prix is
0: pretty heavy. It's not heavy in terms of like... Mm -hmm. like that like strategy but there's a lot of little things yeah in terms there's of the a tires. lot going on yes. yeah
1: yeah they have to consider and True. that affect your but race. it's gmt
0: so it's
2: yeah. so it's not in that level
1: okay it,
2: it
0: reminds me of flam rouge but like flam rouge is just trying to win the race
1: so would you recommend it and to who
2: i would uh, totally recommend it to anybody that likes light games anybody that likes uh, racing bidding and uh, do you feel like it's luck
1: based? like based on your hand, that's how that's like gonna contribute uh, towards the outcome or or you the play like on a certain extent Your, strategy yes, and...
2: your hand is um, uh, affecting the outcome, but at the same time in the when you're drafting the cards in the beginning, mm-hmm. you have the chance to buy a car. So you see your cars and then you say, "Okay, I'm gonna buy the blue car.
0: Oh. And there okay. is
2: an auction.
1: Okay.
2: So other people nice. can also buy it. So it's it's really actually
0: well-bound. you're selling me on that. Like that sounds yeah. good.
2: Guys, I'm telling you, these the designers are legend. It's the, the designers. I know,
0: I know, but like it's the best th- that's thing. That's not enough for me. Like like for example, Wolfgang Kramer, great designer, Mexico, great game, still yeah. traded it because there wasn't enough depth for me. Or mm-hmm. like Rob Davia, I'm not a fan exactly. of pandemic legacies. It's a
2: family game. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't recommend it for
1: uh, yeah, but like for heavy board game. put people like in perspective. We have out it, of it like. It feels a
0: little like Camel Up in the sense that you don't care who's exactly. winning the race. Exactly. Yeah, but, because I think right now Camel Up might be my favorite race game, which is really yeah. weird. Uh But I really <laughs> want to try Flam Rouge. I think mm-hmm. that one might might pop. It's really like
2: Camel Up. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it feels like Camel Up. All right.
1: But just to put people in perspective, we ha- we own about, what, 100 games? No, about okay. almost
0: 200 now. About 180. Really?
1: Yeah. And how many GMT games do we have? Like, or like 30. Heavy games? Yeah, yeah. We,
0: heavy games are probably so, 80% of the collection. Yeah. I have like three
2: beginner games. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah, so oh. don't listen to a guy with 30,
0: 200 yeah, games. I'm, <laughs> I'm not the right person to speak. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I want to talk about a light game that I loved, guys. Oh, although it's a party game, so it doesn't count. But it's called okay. Trap Words. Okay. It's by Czech games, and uh, it's by oh goodness, Jan Brezina, Martin Hrabalik, and Michael Pozarek. Okay, okay. we'll I, take it. And it's not by Vlad Chvatil, but he did walk by next to us when we were playing it. Really? And yeah, you didn't. I pointed him out. I was like, it's Vlad. And then, like, I, I entered like panic mode again apparently i'm really bad because he's probably my favorite designer with
1: board game celebrities
0: yeah i just start panicking and uh all of a sudden we stopped doing really well on our team we still won in the end but mostly because of the incompetence of the other team um so dima i'm loving the pieces as a huge fan of taboo yeah this is the game i recommend for you to replace taboo
1: i'm intrigued go so
0: what you're seeing, these pictures, that you said gorgeous pieces. Yeah, It's just the world's fanciest scoreboard. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's a score track where you're moving up towards the a boss to fight at the end. Okay. okay. But what's interesting is there's a number on each one. That number is the number of trap words your opponent can make for you. So every turn, oh, you both harder. know the word that your opponents are going to try to communicate. So mm. like, I know you're going to try to communicate the word uh orange Mm -hmm. and they know that our team's gonna try to make the word avalanche and i know it's going to be you talking on your team and you know it's going to be me talking on my team so you get to pick a certain number of trap words that if i say those while trying to describe them Mm -hmm. you got to go you know -eh," Mm -hmm. like in taboo and tell me all right that's it you don't get to progress but if i go through without saying those words and they manage to guess it we do progress but that as you go up the score so cool. track, mm-hmm. the number that's higher is means your opponent can make more and more trap yeah. words for you. So it starts off, they can only pick like two or three trap words, but in the end, they're picking six or seven trap words. So it gets super hard How to get How many rounds are there? Well, you get to get the end. I think there were like six rounds. I can't okay. remember. Okay. And depending on the boss you're playing, there's a different special ability in the last one. Very like in cool. ours, it was a dragon and it was something like... Um, we only get like three guesses or something. I can't remember what it was. but um, So you can't just keep yelling out things, right?
1: Did anyone in our group buy it?
0: Two or three people. Yes. I know I know. Byron bought it, AK bought it. I think Eugenio might have bought Need it. Need to play it. I didn't buy it because yes. AK bought it, but I loved it. No, because
1: I haven't let him get rid of taboos. <laughs> yeah, no, this is no. better.
0: And I'll tell you why it's better. Because it's the mental games, right? Yeah. So my word for you is Avalanche okay i know you're gonna say avalanche now the most obvious things are what mountain snow Mm -hmm. i don't know what ski ski yeah (laughs) so i'm like all right i'm not gonna write any of those i'm gonna write you know
1: like secondary words like things that you're into right so let's say you
0: know i'm into lord of the rings and you're doing it for me you might write something about you know the past of Mm -hmm. uh, you know where sauron dropped the avalanche on top of the fellowship stuff like that you might write words relating to that and then why is that clever? Because now you've managed to get more words that they can say. Because nobody's going to be stupid enough to risk saying mountain on avalanche yeah. and getting <laughs> and getting buzzed. Yeah, because like people will kill him. His team will crucify him. So you've automatically you know the person's never going to try yeah, that. Yeah, it's like saying so fruit when the word exactly, is orange. Like, I mean, but they could try it and they might get buzzed. Exactly, yeah. so it's really clever. So you've got to go. Okay, what are they likely to talk about?
1: And is it timed?
0: Um, it's, uh, yes, yes, it's timed. yes. yes. But like what, what I really liked also was like, for example, AK had to do it. And I think it was, uh, Toad. Okay. A normal person, maybe I would have gone for frogs or something like that. Right. You went for Mario? No, I didn't. I thought about Mario. We did have that in there, but I know AK. AK loves Halloween stuff. He loves dark stuff. So I went for Toadstool, witches stuff. And sure uh. enough, we got him on wart. Right.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Which is the best
0: word? Because you gotta think. Because someone's no gonna be like, "I'm gonna go my unique way." They definitely yeah. didn't think of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but sometimes yeah, you yeah. can go to it's if such. If you know a the person game. well enough,
0: it's such a good game. It's yeah. taboo, where you get to write the card customized for the other person. That's amazing. It's brilliant, and I really had a good time, even though Ipo yelled at some uh, some people in of <laughs> I really think. Very
1: excited.
2: I really think it's the best version of taboo so far. Agreed. Compared to, what, Monika's? Okay. I don't think Monica's is like taboo, yeah
1: so. I need to play this game.
2: Uh, to be honest, I didn't want to like this game because I have read the description of this game before the Essence Pille. And uh, I was thinking, okay, it's Vlada, but come
0: on. It's, it's not Vlada. It's not? It's his company.
2: Oh. Publishing,
0: but he's not the designer.
2: So I was thinking, okay, it's just another taboo. Come on, okay, how different could it be? But it's amazing. It's it's really it's really, so it's really great.
0: It's so
1: yeah, fun. when Elias came home and he's like, "I found a better version of Taboo." I was like, <laughs> "No, there's no better version."
2: <laughs> so in my in my uh, top nine most anticipated games, I get the Crypto, okay, which I didn't uh, try yet, but I don't think it's better than Trap Wars. Let's see.
0: Well, we, you have the Crypto, so we'll yeah, find out.
2: Exactly, we'll to try it.
0: Anyway, I think that's more like code names. Which one is you know the one mean?
1: that Lena's not letting? You guys play without us? Uh,
2: the Awakening. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Uh, so one game that I played uh, without uh, the other gang from the tabletop sessions was uh, Vector Ace from uh, Calidos Games. It's uh, an Italian company with uh, the designers are Spartaco Albertavelli and uh, Davide Gieffi. <laughs> It's a it's a four player game, and the amazing thing about this game is that there's no board.
1: Okay. They are using the octagon system. I
2: hate you so much. That's what was it was uh, sold to me when um, I read about the octagon system. I I was thinking, the, okay, I need to know what's the octagon. system.
1: The engineer in EPO came out.
2: Okay, so the it's a race game, and uh, the cars are uh, really three D cardboards on uh, octagons. We all know how much you <laughs> like cardboard.
1: <laughs> but it's 3D cards yeah
2: it's 3D cards on octagon, uh, octagon. 3D
1: cards so you just
2: need a surface to place these octagons and
0: uh we need a
1: surface to play everything <laughs> I don't
0: know okay. not Palm Island you don't need
1: the board <laughs> okay you don't need, you don't oh, need the table okay, you can okay. do it on
2: the floor and do uh, any game on the floor you can, <laughs> <laughs> you can make your own uh, racetrack in your house So you can race from your kitchen to your uh, bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I mean. And you are using these uh, uh, ready-cut gears, which are cut cardboard. And these are the gears.
1: They look like tools.
2: Exactly. So you are uh, attaching the gear to your uh, octagon octagon. car. And in the other end of the gear, you are you're placing your car.
0: I hate you so much. <laughs> you keep saying that this is unique. This is just X Wing. They just stole the X Wing model. Uh, I can I never play just that I was
1: gonna game. say it looks
0: a lot like a lot X-
1: like X Wing. Like Especially with the numbers on the ruler. Except except
0: instead of making the templates curve like an X Wing. made them they made octagon. it an octagon. So depending on which section of the octagon you stick it on, it goes in a different angle. It's just X Wing <laughs> without combat. So I've never played X Wing, <laughs> but it
2: looks like this X Wing guy's uh, copied. The-
1: it's a Star Wars theme version of this Vector
2: oh,
0: Victory. So X Wing, the Star Wars version of Victory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Enough of that nonsense.
2: So. <laughs> so we- oh, enough of that nonsense. Let's move on to something good. Yeah, but I want to say that uh, I just want to say that uh, it felt too basic for an adult game but at the same time too complicated for a children game so I don't know uh, in what category should I place it.
0: Really stupid adult.
1: (laughs) Like your eight-year-old girl you feel like it's too complicated? It it is, yes. It's
2: a bit. The the rules are too complicated for uh, uh, the girls and again too basic for uh, something And
1: she plays like seven.
0: Seven Wonders. Seven Wonders, yeah. Yeah, She's clever. Um, Speaking of, you know, terrible games. This is not a terrible game. This is a great game. We got to play Welcome To by Blue Cocker Games, designed by Benoit Turpin. Basically, um, it's another roll and write, like Railroad Inc., but this one's really good. Um, Ipo <laughs> bought it without trying it, and we what? played it, me, Ipo, and AK, at the... Um, Sabina uh, y- yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> the cafe in the airport in Istanbul he it bought
1: w- it based on your enthusiasm? no, like
0: the reviews have been quite good okay. I shut up and sit down especially sort of sold me okay. Yes. so I was watching, I was listening to it it's a roll and write but without dice so mm-hmm. the roll section is instead replaced with three decks of cards which is one deck of cards that you split into three Um, and basically every turn you turn over one card so you're exposing on each row of cards, which there are three of, as I said, a a number, and the back of another card, which is one of like seven icons or six icons. And that means you got to pick one of the three rows. So one of the number plus icon combinations. And you have to write the number and then use that icon to do that special ability. And it's really clever. And it takes away a lot of that luck factor from rolling the dice because you can see in the top corner of the card, the number, let's say you pick that a seven right that row with a seven you can see in the top corner oh the next the back of this card they've they've drawn what it is on the front of it so you know that the next turn there's going to be a fence action yeah. coming up so you know sort of what's coming up and you mm-hmm. can make plans you don't know the number so it leaves that random factor mm-hmm. but you know sort of what's coming up i also like the fact that you can take a lot of hits in order to compensate for bad things so you can Intentionally take these things that give you negative points, but they compensate for bad arrays of cards that are in front of you. Okay. And the theme is you're designing like a suburb, all these houses and pools and roads and walls. and um, all in all, I really like it. Like I think it might be my favorite role in right, and, write, and I, this is coming early, but I really like that you could play with a room full of people. You just need those three yes, cards and everyone gets a piece of paper. That's... I really like, and I like that it's low complexity. I think it's lower complexity in terms of rules than Railroad railroading, but it's more depth and strategy than Railroad railroading. That's what I would say. It's, at,
2: it's well designed. And well uh, designed, yeah. And uh, really beautiful at the same time.
0: Yeah. My favorite strategy game in terms of roll and rights is still Guns Sean Clever, um, but that's not a game I would teach to a room full of people. I, I like to play on one one player or two players max. So this is definitely the roll and right I would teach people. Because really, it's a huge compliment to call something both easier to teach and more depth and strategy. Mm-hmm. That means it's simpler, but also more intriguing and engaging. And that's two things it has for me over railroading. So while railroading is probably the better looking of the two, it's definitely the better looking of the two. I would still recommend um, Welcome to over that. Okay. And, um, better
2: looking than Railroad ink?
0: No, Railroad ink is better looking for sure. No. Yeah, yeah, way better. No way. Way better looking. No way. Way better. Dima, <laughs> uh, we're going to have this conversation again <laughs> but, like we just did. But what I want to show you. I here, would
1: say if you're into people scribbling railroads, look at this. Then. That's, a cover. Dima, um, look that's, at this. that's the cover, Dima. That's just the cover. Dima. Looks nicer. No. No, 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 no. no, no, no yeah, no. look
0: at this. Okay, look at this.
1: You have to, like. Look where you're right. Yes. This it's is. It's
0: gorgeous.
2: This is one color. I'm not talking I'm about. I'm going to your... have
1: to disagree with you, Elias.
0: Bullshit. You're a liar.
1: <laughs> the box looks great. Exactly. Look yeah, but then the board is.
0: The boards show suburbs that if you connect all the four boards together, they make one exactly. giant yeah, suburb. Yeah, but
1: by default, it has to be like faded or just not. It Not very congested because you have to draw on it, right? It's ugly. So the other reward, <laughs> it's like, only
0: ugly because of how ugly people draw their railroads exactly. on it. Look it look, welcome exactly. Yeah, but if you draw well, it's fine.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, but like if you don't draw on it, it's just a grid. <laughs> if you draw so, well, yeah. No. All
0: right, no, I no. see the flaw I, of my argument. I have <laughs> to agree with that, yeah. If, if you draw well, yeah, it could be Next. amazing. But look like, at <laughs> Welcome to has no arts.
1: Yeah, but if you're That's comparing it to... No, we're not saying it has amazing art. We're just... If you're comparing it, comparing it to Railroad Inc...
0: Yeah, I am straight up comparing Railroad Inc. I'm telling you, Railroad Inc no. No. is better looking. Look, Dima, look, No. Stop, look at the cover of Welcome to. Wow. <laughs> in a bad way. I'm wow. <laughs> Shut up. This is beautiful. This is like...
1: like a, a, a Motel okay. the I'm going to have this
0: argument. 60s ads. I think Railroad Inc is a way better looking it's, game. But welcome to, has I gave it all the compliments. Two, what two more against do you want one, we won. You you like food yes, chain
2: because it's like an advertisement from the sixties. True, this is but exactly.
0: this doesn't have the same
1: feel. Are we gonna talk about the mind now? Okay. We could, we could. Are we? Okay, fellow are listeners,
0: we? please go to Reddit. Now we had and our, tell our surprise. Us. Which <laughs> looks better, welcome to or railroading? Yeah, yeah. The correct answer is Real Inc. <laughs> Man. If
2: you are the lady from the uh, next to us in there. Railroad Inc. table. Yeah, we please need your opinion again. Please don't support Ellie's <laughs> <objective>. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, guys, but the, let's uh, talk about... The winner? The winner. <laughs> <laughs> the winner of Essen? The winner of Essen. Of all the Essen's. The game that everybody loves to hate. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really a game? Is The Mind. The
0: Mind. Wow. By
2: Wolfgang Warsch and NSV. NSV is the company, right? Yeah. Okay, so the man, Dima, is... uh, Oh, you have played that. Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah, we won the game. Okay, here's the thing. We
0: destroyed the game. I gotta tell you how we ended up playing The Mind. Okay? We're sitting after day one of Essen, exhausted, all on the couch. And Dima Mm -hmm. goes, have you... uh, uh, Sorry, Ipo goes, have you heard of this game, The Mind? I'm like, of course I have. And he goes, do you think that's a game? And I was like, kind of. I don't know. I haven't played it, but in theory, it sounds like it's just a lot of staring at each other more than anything. May
2: I interrupt just for a second? That and uh, you need to know the uh, the whole background. atmosphere. The background was that uh, we had the fridge full of beers, so you know it's in Germany.
0: So we're drinking beers and discussing these uh, deep things. <laughs> <laughs> so he looks at me and goes, "All right, we can try." He pulls out. A, we pull out a deck of cards, and he goes. All right, so it goes, you know, two to, uh, ace to king of hearts, then ace to king of clubs, whatever. Gives me a sequence. And we play it for like two rounds, and we're like, this is awful. And then we enter a huge other argument where I'm saying that it's not a fair comparison because we're using a deck of cards. Yeah. And he's like, it's the same thing. And I was like, no, because instinctively, in a second, I can tell you the difference between 42 and 73. But I can't tell you the difference between Four of Hearts and King of Clubs.
1: I think you have to clarify that the game is about stacking cards in numerical order from lowest to highest without
0: speaking to each other and cooperatively doing it. If you don't know the mind, look it up. There's like two rules you can figure it out. So the point (laughs) is, the point is, we had a huge argument about it. It's not own oh, argument we talked about it. so elias decided to so then the to solve day, the argument by buying the game <laughs> i usually i i try to solve the argument the way i usually do by throwing money at it um i was he- walking <laughs> i wanted to buy uh, a copy of the crypto for Epo um to thank him for driving us there he keeps laughing thank you elias. um and i while i was paying for it i saw a copy of the mine for like eight euros i was like oh wow eight. Yeah, it was That's eight euros. It? Yeah, or 10 euros. Sorry. Yeah. So I picked it up for like 10 euros.
1: Well-priced game.
0: I came back that night. I was like, guys, I got us a surprise. Boom! I pulled it out. All right. So we play it. We're drinking beers, you know, eating sausage and chips Six and stuff. adults. Yeah, we played it with six, which you're not supposed to. We put on like spaghetti Western music, like. Uh, uh, for Nordies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, where it focuses on their eyes. Because oh, yes. you're like staring at each other's eyes. And we play the game the first time and we lose quickly and we're like, oh, this is a stupid game. Let's play again. <laughs> right away, we grab the deck, play it again. That uh, was so dumb. Let's play it again. And then we ended up playing it like nine times back to back. Yeah. After that, the next day, we were four of us. It was me, AK, no, it was me, Byron, Hamad, Hamad and Nipo. And we we're sitting together, the other two were somewhere else in the house in the apartment. And we we're like, let's play the mind. And again, just back to back, round after run after run. And then the same thing happened last week when we played it with Ipo and his wife, me and yeah. you, Dima. We were like, we'll just play it for like 10 minutes. But Ippo told us in the beginning of the night, if we start with the mind, we're not gonna play anything else. <laughs> yeah. And we ended up playing well the done, mind for Ipo. like two hours. So it's as I always say it's both at the same time a one out of ten and a ten out of ten so i don't know if it's the worst game ever or the best game i ever. agree i can't figure out we played it, out. it
1: so many times and in the end i just decided that after that round we were gonna stop for me it's, no matter what otherwise me, we'd play forever <laughs>
2: for guys it's really a bad game please stay away no. from it <laughs> no it's way. like heroin it's very it's like heroin. addictive. It's very addictive. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't stop it, but it's it, it's really, it's really it's really not a good. Get- okay, you're laughing, right? You're laughing. You're enjoying playing it, but uh, it's
1: drugs. <laughs> Don't go there. I enjoy <laughs> drugs too. <laughs> <laughs> um. All we can say is it can ruin you have your to life. try it to to understand what we're saying. It's eight euros, ten it's euros. It's
0: like ten euros. I think yeah. you probably get a copy for it's
1: ten euros. It's definitely worth the thousand hours you're gonna spend. It's very dangerous because it. it's
0: cheap drugs. Yeah, yeah, cheap drugs. It's like you crack pay it's for like it. crack. Stay away from that crack. You have Stay to pay out there. All right. Well uh the day before the last day, so the penultimate day of the uh convention, me and Ipo walked off for a bit, the others were walking around and uh, uh we, we went to play a game called This War of Mine, which is from Awakened Realms designed by Mikhail Ras, who's the designer of Nureshima Hex, and a bunch of other games I like. Nice. And Jakub Ruderetsky. <laughs> and... Um... What is that letter? <laughs> yeah. Jakub Wisniewski. Wisniewski.
1: There's an accent on the S. <laughs> all
0: right. I, I don't know. So, all right. Um, but at this point, I had got, like, full-on concrud. Okay. Like, I had a full flu hit me at that moment. Yeah. So as me and Eve were playing the game, I get, like uncontrollable amounts of like sniffing and coughing and sneezing and phlegm and it was so <laughs> gross. So whoever played that <laughs> game after us, sorry. But that went with the that you went with infected, experience. Like right? <laughs> because it went with yeah, the experience
2: I mean. because you are uh, in uh, uh, Sarajevo Sarajevo So it was during it's the siege cold. of Sarajevo
0: during the Bosnian War which was what ninety two to ninety six the siege yes. something like that. Yeah. Or ninety five or ninety six something like that. Um now, this is based on a video game. I love the video game. I've played it, but it's super depressing. And the board is basically an exact representation of what you get in the video game. And the art is amazing because of that, I guess. It's super dark, but yes. It, it's all the art from the video game. So you can see it's super cluttered. So um, there's a lot of things happening. Whoa. Basically, it, it's pure co-op. The cool thing about the game is you don't need to learn how to play it. You okay. open the rule book, you start reading, and it walks you through the first turn. And by the time you get through the first turn, you've learned all the rules.
1: Because, like, yeah, the layout definitely looks yeah. very intimidating.
0: It's definitely not a complicated game. Okay. It, it, um, That's the, reassuring. And it's much more experiential than it is strategic. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. It's more about what you do and what you push your luck, and I don't know what. Nice. It gave me Dead of Winter feels without the things I don't like about Dead of Winter. So it's not like there's no traitor mechanic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no exposure die, you know what I mean? You, <laughs> you Which is the worst thing for me in Dead of Winter. You roll dice, but what it does is it takes you to this huge book. Like, the book's not big, but the text is so little. <laughs> it's probably it's like huge. if they, if they yeah. made it a normal size book, it'd be massive. It's got thousands of stories in it. And basically, based on your dice roll, you go to a different thing and it tells you about it. So the dice roll isn't something like, oh, I rolled a tooth, I'm dead. You know what I mean? Like in Dead of Winter. So it's like a Dead of Winter style game that I'd actually play um, again. Very cool. um, I think the the quality of the production is
2: uh, unparalleled. It's uh, amazing. unparalleled. I mean, I I can only... Like Scythe is better production.
0: What? My edition of Scythe looks better than this war of mine no way better way oh. better i can only compare
2: it with um a league of legends oh but, um, uh what's the game mechs versus minions yes
0: no wrong Be- you're only saying that because you got those little gears and you were really happy about the gears but the only nice components are the gears and the uh there was and the wood pieces i no, it's amazing. No, man, the art is amazing. The art is, is, is a rip inside? from the website. Yeah, have you seen the from weight the fo- of this box? Okay, I it, don't know about that. Like You're just saying that because you bought it. Three but what, kilos. But seriously, like it's, it's, it's like three games. It's literally a direct port of the video game art. Yeah, true. The art. Yeah, true. They, they did no work. I agree. On it. But in that case, for me, Banner Saga is the best looking board game out there. Could be yeah. because I love the art style of the video game. Yeah. but when we're talking about like components, the collector's edition of Scythe. With the... All um, the collectors. Yeah, there. the one I have with the special um, resources, the little bags of grain and the actual metal, metal pieces. The um, like the metal pieces in this oh. game are made of plastic, right? That one actually had oh, okay. bars of metal. So my point is... I withdraw that uh, <laughs> truth. <laughs> I withdraw these truths. I was, we got obsessed with this video of the South African, because barns South African, and he sent us this video of the South African parliament, and it's like children fighting. Yeah. It's incredible. Like every parliament. This guy is like, says something like, we requested the Honorable Masinga withdraw what he said. And he goes, I withdraw this truth. And they're <laughs> like, he said I withdraw this truth. <laughs> it's not a truth. And then the other guy's like, sorry, I don't speak English so well. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like children, because you know that they know exactly what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic highly recommended video as well so I withdraw the unparalleled world.
1: <laughs>
2: it's a good game I definitely yeah, played again okay it's a it's a very good uh, quality yeah.
0: yeah why don't you take us to the end and
1: of this last account? but not least
0: last
2: it's the escape tales the awakening mm-hmm. uh, from boards and dice why uh, don't you tell us who the designers are designers all of are... them please yeah <laughs> uh, the guy that made the uh, Kanban nope <laughs> Vital
0: Lacerda is not... Jakub
2: Kaban, Matt Dembek, Bartosz Idzikovsky, and the artists are Magdalena Klepash (laughs) and Pavel Nizilek.
0: I feel like you just made those.
1: Nice try, nice try. Good job.
2: (laughs) Okay, so... uh, I. is it a co-op or is it in a So I I went in the booth and there were uh, like two guys already have started... To listen to the guy that was demoing the game, okay. I said, "Guys, can I please step in? And can I please join you?" And, he said, and they said, "Of course, yes, let's do it." So I played with these guys just one round of the game, and it's like an escape room. Like it, it really reminds me of the escape room my wife plays in uh, her mobile phone. <laughs> and you, Dima, play. Are yeah. Playing the same, right. So I said, "Okay, guys, uh, thank you very much for this experience. I'm buying this game." <laughs> So I bought the game, and now I'm waiting for Lena to tell me about it, if it's good enough, if it, if it uh, this is the only thing I know. I liked very much the art. I like very much the idea behind it. Let's see how it goes.
0: It looks cool. I'm definitely into it. Um, now, um, we bought a bunch of games as well. We've played some of them, but we're not going to talk about those here. Also, as I said, Byron played a bunch of games that we haven't talked about here. Mm -hmm. Um, I really want him to talk about Lincoln and Princess Jing which is gorgeous uh, which I think he should talk about so I'm going to skip that Mm -hmm. Um, now some of the games we bought and some of them that we've also played we'll keep those for the next few episodes because we've played them outside of Essen personally I also bought uh, Pax Emancipation from Sierra Madre Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a, As everyone who's listened to this podcast knows, I'm a huge fan of the Pax games. I bought 18 Lilliput, which is like a simple 18xx designed by the guy who did Russian Railroads. Mm-hmm. So that's a good pedigree. He's also obviously a real 18xx designer. He did 18CZ and a few others. Is
2: it only two-player? No, no, no. It's, it's
0: like five players or oh, something, like mm-hmm. two to five. Um, Treasure Island, which we played last week. Um, I bought that site Unseen, but it's so beautiful. It has, a, guys, it has a giant caliper that you can use with a marker at the end of it. I mean, I could not buy it, right? And I bought the expansion, the last expansion from Tashkalar, which is the Etherweave Faction. When
2: did you nice. do that? I didn't see that.
0: Well, everyone was playing trap Works. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
2: I got the crypto that Elias also bought. <laughs> For me, thank you very much. I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is a game, uh, as we said, like uh, it's a taboo genre of uh, game. It's like trap words uh, or uh, spyfall. Uh, I bought also a Soviet kitchen.
0: It's who, a beautiful game. That,
2: yeah, exactly. I love the art. Okay, it's a it's a game about mixing colors, and uh, it mm-hmm. uses an app to tell you what kind of color you. Oh you yeah, that with. one. Uh, and finally, for to play with the kids, I bought a Kitchen Rush from Stronghold Games.
1: Which they love,
2: Which apparently. is Yes, <laughs> they do. They really do. It's a co-op where you're running a restaurant's kitchen. And uh, the workers are really hourglasses. Um, it's so amazing, the idea. It sounds great. <laughs> I can't wait to try it. But guys,
0: we're going to have to bring this episode to a close because... Dima's sleeping disease has kicked in and she is <laughs> literally falling asleep with the microphone. So uh that brings us to the end of this tabletop session supplement. Thank you for listening. Please check out our very active Instagram at tabletop sessions epo. Where's our Instagram?
2: Uh our Instagram is at Tabletop
0: Sessions. Amazing. You can reach <laughs> us through Twitter at TT Sessions QA or uh, I'm not gonna ask you Dima because you're fast asleep or at our subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash Tabletop Sessions. You can join the conversation over at our Board Game Geek Guild, and you can find the link to all of these in the episode description. Well, you've heard a lot from us, and we hope you've got your fill to fill you for at least the next three weeks. Say bye, guys.
1: Good night. Choosh!
2: Tabletop, 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 top, tabletop, top. Table top, table top, top. Table top, table top, table, table top table, table, top, table table top, table table top, table table top, table top top, table top, table top, table top top, table table top, table table top, table table top top
0: Session Sleep and disease. You can go to bed. We'll just finish up here. I'm
1: so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> that Red Bull lasted about two hours. Doesn't
2: help you, right?